0: Oh, wait, you didn't count down.
1: That's okay, keep going. We
0: can edit out. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> fine shit ton like of alcohol no water yeah i about to say i don't see an alcoholic drink before us i'm i'm i i feel like my skin's like flicking off as i'm just sitting here
1: is this the first time in two loose screws history that we've only had water in front of both of us because even if we weren't doing like a non-alcoholic review it was like either coffee or chocolate milk or some kind of soda uh
0: well i i still have some of those too That's right. Yeah. Because we keep... uh, I still have crickets and other shit up there. I will never. No, but there was some other shit. Now, I'm going to sneeze. My nose is... (laughs) I'm getting dried out, man. I feel like I'm SpongeBob, and I'm just shriveling up because I'm no longer in the ocean.
1: Well, I mean, it's funny you say that because I'm feeling it, too, and there's a... I don't want to call it a funny story because I think that's just kind of rubbing. No, in. it's a funny story. Okay, it's it's a story. But first, we you know, like I said, you know, we're we're both kind of on this journey to be a little bit healthier. Some days are better than others. For the most part, and I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want to sound like a cocky bastard. I've done okay, and what I've done is I've actually I've I've tried to not. Here, here's the secret to my madness. I'm down 14 pounds.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I'm Sean. You're Chris. We are the who? Two loose screws. Okay,
1: all right. So that is just, the first time in this show's history you've ever remembered that, and I've forgotten. it. Yeah, we
0: got it. We gotta, we, we got. <laughs> I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> Hi everyone. Okay, so you're doing good. You're down 14 pounds. Yeah, but you're doing coffee enemas.
1: It, uh, we can talk about that too. <laughs> Jeez louise <laughs> man holy moly no but this new doctor that i've had for it'll be about three and a half weeks now he's kind of dumbed a lot of stuff down for me and i, I think it's going to be easier transitioning into the greca stuff come march
0: wait a minute so this is this a family family practice doctor or is this some a different doctor uh,
1: no he was he's a dietitian, but he was referred oh, okay. okay and I mean, I shit you not. He's in a strip mall. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: That doesn't matter.
1: But, uh, you know, I mean, but he's got all the right equipment and everything. It's not like he go in there and it's like, he's selling like, you know, freaking you know, chips, ahoy, granola bars at the counter or anything like that. No, I mean, it, it, it is a proper facility. It just happens to be in a strip mall. Okay. But you know, he is, he is a referral guy. Um, But he really dumbed down my diet for me. He's like, you know, for right now, you don't need, you know, macros and all that other stuff. Like you shouldn't be trying to count all those right now because you're just going to set yourself up for failure. Look at food. Food is fuel. And, you know, your body's a gas tank and your gas tank can only hold so much. And that fuel is calories. Right. Don't exceed. You know, don't overfill your gas tank. You know, otherwise you're going to have problems. So with me, he gave me like 1,650, 60, I don't know, whatever. I rounded it down to 1,600. So <clears> like if I go over a little bit, I'm still probably going to hit it. And I've hit okay. it. Okay. And some days I'm probably in a caloric deficit. Not much because, I mean, I eat every day. I eat, I have coffee. But I mean, as far as like, you know, beverages are concerned, it's pretty much just only water. I had chocolate milk on Saturday. It was the greatest day of my life. And I'll, we'll, we'll talk about Saturday as well.
0: Chocolate milk is so good.
1: It's the bomb. It's second only to coffee.
0: Mm. Right now, um, my coffee outweighs my chocolate milk, but my coffee's more of a dessert than it is coffee. Your
1: coffee's pretty freaking good, though. (laughs) We had that a couple weeks ago, but you don't have that every
0: day. You switch it up, don't you? So, you know, I, I got it just to try it, and I fell in love with it. And unfortunately i had some hazelnut creamer that i had to burn through first but now that's all i have is just the snickers creamer it's the bomb
1: it it was probably the greatest drink review we've ever done as far as my taste buds are concerned i don't know what the listeners thought of it listeners were probably kind of bored by it because like man you usually do these elaborate cocktails and like here you are with like fricking espresso and Snickers creamer, and like we are in shock and awe of how great it is.
0: You know, I I do have some things coming up down the pipeline. Yeah, uh, for some drinks. One of them, I I know, I guarantee you are gonna love it. Guarantee it. I had um, I had some
1: drinks. I had two drinks, and not full drinks over the weekend. Um, one of them was from Hanna. It was not a Mai Tai. It was something that she saw on the menu that she thought, you know, that looks really good. And it was really good. It was very, very sweet. Um, I don't remember what it was. Some kind of punch or something or another full of rums and whatnot.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Was it like red or blue? Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was yep.
1: very, very good. We, we ordered one and we split it. And then when we went to the comedy show, we got... A prickly pear margarita. Got one and we split that. She took one sip and was like, you know, fuck that. Really? <laughs> she didn't like tequila. Ugh.
0: How could she not? Well, you say she doesn't, but I remember a night that she did.
1: Well, that, yeah. Well, she <laughs> likes that tequila. The coconut tequila. Yeah. <laughs> she loves that stuff. Um, So she had like a sip and I had, it was a big margarita because it was supposed to be like for two. Yeah it was like 24 bucks okay for one it was at that little theater downtown and i had most of it with the exception there's probably if you if you take four not even four probably like three fingers at the bottom of the glass that's probably how much was left it was a very 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 big glass it was huge i set it down and the dude that was sitting next to me, his his feet were getting a little shaky because, I mean, at this point, we're like an hour and 20 minutes into the show. And he kicked his foot into my foot, into my drink, and it just went.
0: Oh, he's playing footsies
1: a little bit. Hmm. So. At that particular point in time, I was like, well, I guess I was done with that. <laughs> and, you know, we went from there. I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling the story of
0: our date night. No, I kind of want to get to what's in front of us before yeah, it gets too cold. We do have a review, ladies and, and gentlemen, I, and I feel like it's uh, in a a dehydrator at the moment,
1: a <laughs> little bit. All right, so in the spirit of you know caloric deficits, I will probably reach my calories at this point in time. I don't think I will go over. I think I will be just a little shy because I don't intend on finishing all all of this. But we went to Taco Bell. They've got a new value menu. Some of the items on that said value menu we've had before they've had in the past. Mm -hmm. These three in particular, I've never had, you've never had. So we've got the chicken flatbread. I've had a version of that. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's been years. Got a chicken enchilada burrito, which I have not had. And we've got a stacker, which I've had a version of that, but it was different. This is, uh, it was bigger and it had a sauce in it. So, from the Taco Bell value menu, we got the stacker, chicken enchilada burrito, and the chicken flatbread. What do you got? Let's go. This is a stacker. Right? All right, let's go stacker first, ladies let's and girls. Let's go irms. for it. Here we go. Mm, interesting. It's a soft taco with nacho cheese.
0: I don't hate it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tasty. It's good. I'd eat it. I don't know if I'd search out for it though. No,
1: if somebody bought it, put it in front of me, I'd demolish it, totally ruin it, make it my own. Pretty good. And for transparency's sake, we are not putting sauces on this. We're just eating it as they are. I was going to
0: say this would be really good with um with their creamy jalapeno sauce. That'd be good. So several years
1: ago, they had this on the menu, and when I say several years ago, I'm talking back in like 2010, 11, something like that, and it was made just like this, but they had a, it's a mayonnaise-based sauce, and it was like a a limited-time one, and it was absolutely delicious. I think it was like called a nacho cheese sauce. It had nacho cheese on it, but it also had like the cheese sauce. So freaking good. One more bite, and we'll move on. Yeah, I, I think t- it was one napkin. Can you believe that? I had to steal some of your paper towels. Um, one napkin for three
0: items. What the frick? Apparently, they must have thought you were a clean person then. I am a clean person. Therefore, I need more napkins. All
1: right, what are you getting next? No,
0: clean in the sense that uh, it'll just go straight down the cake hole. All right, you tell me. What do you want to choose? Flatbread. Flatbread it is. Alright, mm. that's weird. It's a Chipotle sauce. Yeah, I love the sauce. Chicken's nice and tender. It's good. It's delicious. The only thing is I don't this does not feel like flatbread to me. This feels like a Greek pita and I should have lamb in it. With a cucumber sauce, it's with some gyro. tomatoes and onions, it's a gyro, right? and some hummus. Right, I like it. Flatbread, in my ass. No, that's a pita bread. Still good. I love that sauce.
1: Yeah, that sauce is good. It's probably the best sauce they ever come up with. They've had it for a while.
0: All right. Yeah, this is the same one that's on that little chicken melt. Um, yo i think that's it it's just a chicken melt.
1: so i think i might have to stand corrected i think they brought this very item out but i think it was a square because that looks like a gordita bread
0: remember viva gordita i remember gordita
1: which is basically an unfried chalupa take a gordita fry it you get a chalupa that's chalupa bread okay it was heated up on the grill instead of frying it but the one that I had, again, it's probably going back 12, 14 years. It was square. Same ingredients so I dig it. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I would order that frequently.
0: Let's see here. Me too.
1: All right, last. I,
0: I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, my phone is getting absolutely blown up right now by Steve speaking of Taco Bell. Him and my wife are having a dad joke contest as we speak. Should I read a couple of them off?
0: A dad joke? It's He's a group said, text between wait, wait, me and my wife and Steve. birthday is it today? Today? Yeah. I don't know. Steve said, happy birthday, nephew. What nephew?
1: Oh, John. Oh. Okay. Yeah, none of ours. So, here, we'll just go down uh, you the list. read. I refill. Okay. So... This is... Uh, we'll credit my wife and my Uncle Steve for this BS. What part of a fish is the most musical? That's from Steve. The scales. Oh wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Which fish is the best at making glass art? A blowfish. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Um... This is also from Steve. Where did the broccoli go to have a few drinks? The salad bar.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. This is painful. <laughs> is painful. I mean, that's about as bad as like. These are some very, very. These are jokes you would tell your kids.
1: I thought you were the king of dad jokes. He must have a book. Why are all barbers thrill seekers? Because they love to live on the razor's edge. It is at this point in time my wife comes in with like, "What is going on?" She goes, "What in the world? He's still going." Which insect always signs up for marching band? A hornet. Oh boy! Oh, now my wife's chiming in. Here we go. My my wife's contribution. Why was Cinderella so bad at playing soccer? Because because she kept running f- away from the ball. I'm,
0: all right, all right. These are these are bad. So I just have to add one to it. Yeah. What did the cop say to his belly button? What? Well, you're under a vest. <laughs> I'd
1: like how you put the accent on it. I had to. Uh, Steve, what does a hot day and a doctor have in common? They both have a lot of degrees. Oh my God. Steffi, what do you call a well-balanced horse? <laughs>
0: Stable. <laughs> 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 No, no, no. <laughs> That one was actually good. <coughs> Should we uh, add in to
1: <coughs> eat As Sean breaks out his dad jokes. Um, hold on a second. Hold that up. Since we're doing this, hold that up. Move that. <laughs> no, move that. No. Oh, here we go. Oh, for frick's sake. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, so... We're giving them some return firepower. Here we go. Good ready? Granny.
0: Got one? Are you ready to write? Am I ready? To, okay, um, go for it. Want to hear a construction joke? Yes. Still working on it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? What? Primates. Oh, God. (laughs) These are bad. (laughs) Uh.
1: Here's another one. Uh, This one, credit Steve. What game do both humans and birds play in school? Duck, duck, goose. Steffi, what do you call an angry carrot? Steamed veggie (laughs) hers aren't half bad what did the triangle (laughs) this one's good credit Steffi what did the triangle say to the circle you're Mm. pointless (laughs) oh boy uh what did Chris ask the nurse before his colonoscopy oh god (laughs) you're gonna like this one you ready Is butt cheeks one word, or should I spread them? (laughs) I heard that one. Yeah, well, that one garnered a pretty solid laughing reaction from Mrs. Andrews. Oh, this is going to go all day. All right, we'll stop right there. You, You go a couple more with your book, and then we'll get back to the chicken enchilada burrito. And for the record, I've only taken a couple bites of each of these because I'm trying to stay within my frickin' numbers. But I am going to probably eat that entire chicken flatbread right
0: there. What tea do hockey players drink? What? Penalty. Oh, my God. This book is just crazy. I don't have a wife, but my wife threatened to divorce me if I didn't stop making Lincoln Park references. But in the end, it really doesn't matter. Dong
1: dong 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 dong. Man, I'm so sad that he's still gone. That was a talented dude. Chicken enchilada burrito. So, oh my god, I created a monster.
0: No, my my Tinder date and I decided to meet at the gym for our first date. But she never showed. That's when I knew we weren't working out.
1: (laughs) All right, let's eat this burrito.
0: Chicken enchilada burrito.
1: It looks like there's some chicken and some rice and cheese (laughs) and some sauce in here. Can't be much to it. Here we go. Cheers, buddy. Hmm. It's okay.
0: Tastes like an enchilada without the sauce.
1: Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of red sauce. I need the red sauce, man. All right.
0: Is there chicken in here? Yeah.
1: Did mine get all the chicken?
0: I think you I just finish. have rice.
1: There you go. Take that one.
0: That's okay. It's not bad.
1: I'm done with the burrito. I'm going to finish that flatbread, though. That flatbread is amazing.
0: Oh. I got one. It popped up. There it is. That one, there was a bunch of chicken in there. Take it. I'm good. I ate a lot today. This flatbread is amazing. I'm really digging it.
1: Mmm. I forgot what we
0: were talking about. Well, we need to talk about football. All
1: right, before we go to football, of those three items that you tried, which one, how would you vote them? I'd go probably chicken melt, stacker, enchilada burrito.
0: Okay. The burrito, then the stacker. And then the melt? No, melt first.
1: Oh, melt with number one, then you just swap the burrito and the stacker? Uh Yeah. Did you... So you had all the rice and I had all the chicken. Mm-hmm. When you took that burrito from me and you started eating from my half, you got the chicken. What did you oh, think? Yeah. Of? No, it was delicious. Yeah. But I
0: thought it was even good with the rice.
1: I like, I love their rice. Their Spanish red rice. Mm-hmm. Love it. So back in the day when they did the original chicken enchilada burrito, it was like a grilled stuffed burrito. Much bigger than that. Here's what they do. They would do a, it was called a corn flavored Spanish rice, but I'll, I'll give you the secret to what they did to it. They use their traditional Spanish rice, but they would take corn tortilla chips, the same chips that you would eat nachos with, and they would toss them in there while the rice was cooking. And then, of course, the corn chips, they get all soft and soggy, and then you mix it up. It basically dissolved into it, and it would give you that corn chip flavor into the rice. Huh. I could eat that rice all day long. <clears throat> anyway... I'm almost afraid there are two more jokes. These ones may... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. I was going to go for it. <sighs> what did the toaster say to the slice of bread?
0: Half-baked? No, I don't know. I want you inside. Oh okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I um I will tell you it was not my wife who said that joke. Oh my god, there's one more. This one may be crossing the line. <laughs> uh nah I can't <laughs> but should I? Why not? Oh my god. Let's hear it. Give it to me, give it to me, she yelled. I am so wet. Give it to me now. She could scream all she wanted. I am keeping the umbrella. Huh.
0: (laughs) What a gentleman. Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) This is a guy who doesn't drink alcohol, but he's on a tear tonight. (sighs) Ah, All right. I'm not reading that one. (laughs) All right. Good God. All right. Focus, Chris Andrews, Sean, focus, focus, football, football. All right. Week one. So we missed a week because I had a medical procedure last week. We'll talk about that, but let's recap. So wild card round score was uh, four, Sean, three, Chris divisional round. So in the divisional round, here's how it all broke down. It was uh, KC versus Buffalo. Um, I had Buffalo. You had KC. KC advances. That's one point, Sean. Uh, Baltimore Texans. I had Baltimore. You had Texas. Baltimore wins. That's one point. Chris, nothing for Sean. And did I just say one point, Chris, last one? I meant no. Um, Go the NFC side. Uh, Tampa Bay Lions. Both had Lions. We both get a point. Green Bay-San Fran, we both said San Fran, we both get a point. So we had this conversation before the games took place um, last, I think it was Thursday night. Night of my procedure. Um, Fast forward to the championship round, which was this past weekend. Uh, KC versus Baltimore. I had had Baltimore, you had KC. One point to Warwa. Uh, Let's see here. Detroit versus San Fran. Uh, we both had San Fran, so that is two points, Warwa. One point, Mr. Andrews. So the score is nine to seven. There is no way I could win at this point. You have won. Even if I win the Super Bowl and you lose the Super Bowl, even though I, you know, I don't know who you're picking. We'll find out in a minute. You have beat me. So touche, good sir. Here's a fist bump. Right on. But we still have a Super Bowl to score here. Yeah. So you you were correct nine times. I was correct seven. So we got KC versus San Fran. Let's talk about this for a second before we just go into it. So we both had initially KC out in the wild card round. Yeah. But they make it all the way. The memes are there. I want your honest, blind, without me giving you any kind of bias whatsoever. What is your opinion on this whole Taylor Swift thing? All the attention that she's getting. Do you think it's unfair? Some of the hate she's getting. Do you think it's I'll just I'll leave it like that. You blind reaction. Go for it.
0: Okay. <coughs> <coughs> so. She's been getting a lot of. Hate from this right yes and a lot of people have been saying I just want to watch football correct <clears throat> well I'm curious if they've ever watched any other sport have they seen a UFC fight UFC fights do they pan into the crowd yeah who's ever there sometimes you see Mike Tyson
1: celebrities sometimes ones. you'll
0: see Donald Trump yeah Kid Rock could rock never hear any hate about that let's talk about baseball other people in la that show up for baseball games
1: spouses and children
0: No, i'm just saying celebrities yes okay do they ever pan in the crowd and
1: absolutely hmm
0: ever hear anything about that
1: no if anything they celebrate it
0: okay so let's talk about basketball how about uh the lakers
1: oh my god
0: oh my god is right Let's talk about Jack Nicholson. Nicholas.
1: Yeah, they spend more time on the crowd at a Lakers game than they do on the court.
0: Right. Spike Lee, Kardashians.
1: Jack. Right. When they were a thing.
0: And so, how many people are hating on all of them?
1: None. They think it's a, a hoot. So what the fuck? My point. So me and you are on the same page with this.
0: Absolutely. She's there supporting your boyfriend. Yep. And and here's the thing that I thought was really kind of cool. Her comment was. What the hell? Like, I never realized football was so much fun. Where have I been? So it's great that she's dating a football player that she cares about. She's supporting him, right? And she's now learning and enjoying the game. And now she loves it. I think that's fantastic. Doesn't matter if she's a celebrity, doesn't matter if she's a billionaire, doesn't matter if she travels the world singing to everybody. She's a girlfriend. And she's supporting her boyfriend. That's it. Period. Now, let's think about how often they truly are panning over to her.
1: When 40, Travis Kelce 44
0: scores. seconds. Right. 44 seconds out of a whole fucking game. Really, people? I just want to watch football. 44 seconds of your life? Uh, a football game is not being able to see it enough? Like, come on. Yeah, The reason
1: the world sucks is because it's full of people And it's full of stupid people Now I think there are more good people But And I think there are more smart people I think it's the bad people and the stupid people Who are just louder and they have a bigger voice And they're just obnoxious about it But I have an article here I want to read on this And it is a great read
0: Alright let's hear it
1: Uh, The uh, the author is anonymous But again 100% worth the read And I quote I'm just going to say it. You cannot use your social media to build up women and then complain about seeing Taylor Swift on TV during a football game. If you saw anything other than family support, love, energy, and Jason's belly, they're talking about the championship game, and Jason's belly last night, you missed the point. Taylor, this is a big one, Taylor doesn't ask to be on TV at the game. In fact... That decision to pan to her is probably made by a dude. You don't have to like her music to respect what she's done. She's a pretty fantastic businesswoman and humanitarian. She's a woman supporting her boyfriend mm-hmm. just as he's supported her. Maybe it's love that will last forever, Maybe it won't. but we can't but can't we be hopeful and happy for someone else's happiness? You're girls, and you're a daughter of five girls. I have two. I have you're, seven girls. That's right. You're a daughter. I'm going to start that over. Okay? I'm not a daughter.
0: <coughs> cut. <laughs> three, two, one. You're a father. Oh, three, two. <laughs> no, do, do not cut this. I'm so fucking Do not it. cut this. <laughs> You
1: are a fa... <laughs> <fuck's> sake. <laughs> Do not cut this! I totally am. Do not cut I'm this. I'm not making myself look like a dipshit. But no, no, but it's funny. Okay, I'll keep that part in, but I'm going to cut this other argument bullshit out. I stand corrected. I knew that. You're a father of seven. Seven. <laughs> it's easy to forget the older two. <sighs> seven girls. One of them was a bartender, and the, you know the other one, she, she's busy. Um... I'm father two, you're father seven. As I'm saying, your girls are empowered by seeing her. Stop knocking down their idol with nastiness. Signed, I'm not even a Swifty. I'm just saying. So this person, whoever wrote it, may not even be a Swift fan, but they, he, she, it's, it doesn't say, recognizes that the fact that she's getting so much hate is bullshit. It truly is. It really is. Because she's done nothing wrong. And this dude, Kelsey's dad. Have you ever listened to him and his brother's podcast? No, but I know his brother's awesome. They've got a freaking great podcast. It's hilarious. I like the brother a little bit more than I like him, but I don't dislike him, if that makes sense. But the brother is definitely the star of that show.
0: I think he's just the star, period.
1: Yeah, like even like the other day, like, you know, you're talking about a Philadelphia Philly going to Kansas City in sub-zero. No, they were Buffalo sub-zero temperatures, no shirt on supporting his brother, but he was wearing a Kansas City beanie.
0: He's a good brother. Yeah, he's a good dude. Well, he's even better brother than we know. So If, if anybody followed him through college, they'll know how good he really is. Yeah. Because Kelsey actually got cut off from the team at one point. And uh, his brother lobbied to have him come back.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm not going to say... I'm, I'm not a Kansas City fan. I'm not a hater. I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not a fan. Um, Mahomes, he's got a decent story. I think he's a little too emotional lately. I think some of the fame of being part of what is becoming a dynasty... Has gotten to his head but it probably would do the same to me if I was in his shoes
0: you can't knock the fact that the guy's a hundred percent pure talent definitely talent and
1: I think a lot of people like to give him hate because in in one hand he'll go out there and he'll he'll cry Christianity and you know praise God and lift the name of the Lord up but then in the other hand he's cussing out like a ref he's a human being
0: right so well, and that's the thing about religion at least if you're christian or portraying yourself as christian we sin every day yeah every day that doesn't mean that you're a bad christian yeah just because a bad you say person. yeah because you say a swear word because you right. say
1: you know and i know we're trying to do better on here sorry um we failed this week too we're probably going to fail next week as well but claiming to be a christian and then saying a swear word doesn't counteract each other
0: Everybody sins and nobody should be casting stones.
1: Yeah. Anytime somebody puts that Christian moniker on themselves, they immediately just open themselves to live in a glass house. So now everybody's got him on a microscope. And quite frankly, if you ask me, it's the Christians that are putting them on blast. It's not people who are, you know...
0: Well, hold on. on. I'm going to stop you there for a second. I grew up Catholic and... I converted to Christianity, non-denominational churches, all that kind of stuff. Done, Been there, done that. Right. And they are the most judgmental people I have ever met in my life.
1: They bury their own wounded.
0: Here's the thing. In church, the hands are raised. And I always wondered if they were going to ask a question, but they don't. But their hands are raised and they're praising and they they feel the love of the Lord in them. Right. Right. And then everything's done. We leave, exit the church, get into the car, and those are the same ones that are cutting your ass off to well, get out of that parking lot faster than you. <laughs> well, it,
1: it's a common statement because, I mean, again, I grew up in the church also. Never was Catholic, all Christianity. Um, and, you know, the, the phrase is, the church bury, they're wounded. So it's like, if you're not part of the church, come to our church. Be part of our congregation, you know, Mm -hmm. love the Lord, blah, 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 blah. And that's okay that you're doing your sinful acts. But if you're a member within the church who is just a human being and, you know, a middle finger goes flying or a four-letter word comes out or in some cases, you know, in in some places, like you can't even have a sip of alcohol or smoke a cigarette or... You know, whatever it is, like, you know, sin is sin. Right. You do those things and, you know, the judgment comes out. So, I mean, I I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. They're more judgmental on their own than they are people not of their congregation. And that's not right because, you you know, God doesn't put tears on sin. Right. Like well because you did that you're more of a sinner than this person sin sin. So either way be I I dare say that if Patrick Mahomes never went out there and proclaimed Christianity if he wouldn't be getting this much I'll say hate from non Kansas City players. And again, I don't want anybody to mis- misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I I hate God, don't believe in God. That is totally not what I'm saying. I don't even hate the church. I just I find it funny how you, you we teach people not to be judgmental, but
0: it's generally those people who are the most judgmental to their own. Absolutely. To their own. And it's it's not even they don't they don't have the right to be that judgmental. No, and that's the sad part.
1: I'm pointing a finger at you, Mr. Warwick. How many are pointing back at me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Three.
1: Three.
0: Yeah. I, I've heard that one.
1: Yeah. So while I will complain about Mr. Holmes being a crybaby, it has nothing to do with his Christianity. He has uh, you know, he he can be a little bit of a crybaby sometimes, especially when the refs aren't giving him his calls. But to all those other people out there who want to give him, you know, shade and hate because he'll you know, thank the Lord before the game, thank the Lord after the game, but then call the referee a dumb motherfucker in the game. doesn't make him any less of a Christian. doesn't make God love him any less. So. Okay. Kansas City, San Francisco. Oh, and to put a bow on that conversation, leave Taylor Swift alone and don't be so judgmental on Patrick Mahomes. The fact that he's a Christian doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he's a (laughs) crybaby.
0: So. Who do you got? Who do you want? Hmm. Who do I want? I want San Francisco.
1: I want San Francisco also. Why do you want San Francisco? Oh, because of...
0: Purdy. Purdy. Same. Um, my son went to school with them. Oh, far out. Mm-hmm. So my son was a junior. Purdy was a freshman. Okay. Um... So, I mean, it's it's a little more personal on my level when it comes to that. Not not that I know him. I don't know him in any way. I don't know his family. But it's just kind of cool that my kid went to school with him. Um, so, I would love to see Purdy win the Super Bowl. Love to see it. It's a hometown kid. It's awesome. Okay. After what I saw happen in the last game, I don't think it's gonna happen i'm almost with you almost and the reason why i don't think it's gonna happen is it's gonna come down to composure mm-hmm. um i mean he's still a kid right that's a thing mahomes has been there four other times
1: was this uh yeah so this is fifth out of seven years right
0: or fourth uh, yeah i think fifth so. trip in seven years because i think it's been it was four out of six but so yeah I think it's going to be five out of seven or something like that. Been there, done that. So you've been there. I'm saying you as in Kansas City. You've been there. And the pressure isn't going to be like an elephant on their shoulders as opposed to San Francisco. Right. Especially with Brock. So... That's why I'm kinda leaning towards Kansas City. Not that I want them to win, but I'm sure they will. And you know, who knows? I maybe hopefully Brock will end up just excelling in the next few years and So let me get this straight. You're are you picking
1: Kansas City? I'm picking Kansas City. Okay. All right, here's my two cents. Um I don't hate Kansas City. I get annoyed sometimes when I see Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines, you know. Yelping like a like a crybaby, that doesn't take anything away from his character. He's a good dude, good quarterback, damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, damn good tight end. But like that team alone, like it's a good team. I they're a better team to me. They remind me a little bit of the Diamondbacks in the playoffs. They were good in the season, but they were damn good in the playoffs. It's kind of how the Diamondbacks were. San Francisco. The reason I'm going to pick San Francisco to win is because of the game against the Lions. They were down 17 points, and they came back and they won.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, they shut them down in the second half completely.
1: I see the same thing happening in the Super Bowl. I can see Kansas City coming out of the gate, San Fran being a little weak, but the, the thing that San Francisco proved is you can be down three scores and come back and not only come back but win.
0: Well, so Kansas City. I like, don't think San Francisco's defense is going to be strong enough to hold off Kansas City. That That's my biggest concern. If they can put pressure on Mahomes, maybe. But I don't think they're going to be able to get in there. Mahomes has got a great front line. Right. Brock has a decent front line. Kansas City's got a great, great defense.
1: And they're alive right now. Mm-hmm.
0: But what's two weeks rest?
1: Because, you know, we've talked about this during the baseball season. Two weeks rest is murder in a right. baseball team. But for football, it can mean all the difference in the world.
0: Well, two weeks rest is what you need to recover from small injury. Right. So the reason I'm going or the reason you're going
1: for, for Kansas City, you just think overall they're a more talented team on every level.
0: On offense and defense, they've got, they've got more than San Francisco. And I'm going with
1: San Francisco because I think they have the ability to come back. So, you know, if they get ahead, they can stay ahead. But if they go down, they have the ability to come back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with San Francisco. And I'm also going to stick with San Francisco because they were my number two. Okay. Originally, I was going San Fran, Baltimore, and I had Baltimore going. Baltimore's out. So San Fran's my number two. I'm not gonna be mad whoever wins.
0: If it was Baltimore, San Fran, I'd be on San Fran's
1: list. That's funny because I'd be on Baltimore's. Interesting. But Baltimore just—they forgot who they were this past week. So I mean, you may be onto something. You know, if they would have, you know, squeezed by Kansas City some way, you know, maybe they exposed themselves. But we'll we'll never know the answer to that question. You've got Kansas City. I've got San Francisco. Best case scenario for me is I lose by one point. Best case scenario for you is you get me by three. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, you've won. Um, just pride. We didn't put any money or food or drink on this one. Just a just a fun little thing. But uh, yeah, you were you were right at least nine times, possibly ten. I was only right seven times, maybe eight. Remains to be seen. We'll find out next weekend. What are you doing for Super Bowl?
0: So, here's the thing um when it comes to football, I think football's a little bit more in my wheelhouse
1: one hundred percent
0: whereas and the and
1: the scorecard shows
0: it well but if if we went to baseball, I'd have my ha- ass handed to me by you i mean honestly you, you what you know of baseball is gonna be hands down a hundred times more than. What I know. so I, I,
1: I got unlucky with the playoff bracket in baseball, but you know what? A lot of people did. Nobody had Arizona Diamondbacks. It wasn't on their, upside down. Yeah, nobody had a, them on their fucking bingo card. Nobody.
0: I, I'm glad it happened, though. It gave me an opportunity
1: to see the World Series. Yeah, Texas didn't surprise me. Surprised a lot of people. Arizona surprised everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, um, again, I'm agreeing with you because, again, the scorecard reflects it. You you nailed them more than I did. And even the ones that I did nail, I think you only missed of, of of my seven, you only missed two. You know what I mean? So you were with me five times out of seven. Yeah. All right. So Sean, Kansas city, Chris, San Francisco. I won't be mad either way who, you know, I just want a good game. We're doing something very unusual. It's just going to be me and Mrs. Andrews in the house. We're not inviting anybody over. We're not going to do anything you know, extravagant. Oh, cool. Extravagant. So you
0: guys are going to sit there butt naked and watch TV. No, but I mean, if you show up,
1: you show up, <laughs> but we're not going to be butt naked. We will be in the backyard, and there will be cornhole. I'm not saying we won't let anybody on our house. I'm just saying we're not extending the invite to anybody <laughs> right on but if you show up come on and you know you know the code and go to the backyard we're playing cornhole tv on just me and her because nicole's doing her thing uh her sister could give two shits about football uh you know the kids will be with her sister so yeah yeah i work that day um are you you're 100 working you're not going to take off half a day
0: i put in for it we'll see what happens
1: ah so if you do get it off, what do you do? Come to your house watching the game? You're going to somehow sneak in my backyard and play some cornhole?
0: I don't know. It's probably going to come down to a decision at that moment. And probably a phone call to you.
1: Pun, t- uh, pun intended, game time decision. Probably. There you go. All right. Um, I do know that uh, I think, not 100%, I'm only about 90% on this one think we're going to do Domino's, and I think we're going to do two pizzas. She wants a Philly cheesesteak pizza and a thin crust pizza. I don't know if you ever had Domino's Philly cheesesteak pizza. No. <laughs> it's freaking good. No. And then it'll be a thin crust with uh, pepperoni and cheddar. That's my, that's my pizza. I usually put jalapenos on it, too, but if she's going to be munching on it, I keep the jalapenos off. I don't even put it on half because the jalapeno juice cooks over. She cannot do any kind of spice.
0: Huh. Interesting. So that'll be the
1: two pizzas. Okay. So, so if a phone call is to come my way, you're going to have to probably place an order.
0: If I, if I uh, come by, I'm not going to come empty-handed.
1: Well, I'm just saying, you know, if you, if you want something other than thin crust pepperoni and cheddar cheese and Philly cheesesteak, you might want to send a text.
0: I wouldn't come D handed
1: Fair enough. <sighs> okay, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Oh, you 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 uh you have a rant from what I understand. No, no, no.
0: We covered the rant. What was your rant? It was about Taylor. Are you kidding me? That was my rant.
1: That's funny because me and you are on the same page with that. I think people need to just shut up. Yeah. Leave her alone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I had a couple other things to say, but it, what I was going to say really isn't that important. So we covered the basis, and that's all that mattered. So that was what I wanted to talk about. All right. Well. So I guess on to you, mister. <laughs> um, so uh, wait, re- can, can you rewind and play that laugh again? Yeah. <laughs> you can just (laughs) piss off when it comes to my laughing (laughs) you don't like any of my laughs you never have no 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 i do that's the thing like your your gut busting laugh (laughs) is the best laugh because it gets me laughing so hard i start crying well at that point in time when when the gut buster comes
1: out i'm broken and there's no fixing it you you know it's like playing a song out of the jukebox. You put the quarter in, you got to let the song play out. And mm-hmm. it could be, you know, I Want Your Love by the Toadies, which is a minute and a half song. Or it could be Freebird by Leonard Skynyrd, which is like a eight-year-long song. You never know.
0: I, I've never seen it be so short as a minute and a half.
1: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> It, it Yeah, uh, oh boy, anywho, all right, so last week we didn't record, why didn't we we record? Well, because I was a little under the weather, and by under the weather means I didn't want to have to come hit record and have to stop every, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes because I had to, uh, well,
0: you wouldn't have had to, depends, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I see what you did there, <laughs> no so i had to get a colonoscopy and an endoscopy simultaneously at the same time that is
0: the closest to porn stardom i will ever reach period that is something you were breached from both ends (laughs) at the same time (laughs) literally did they film it i have photos man no i just
1: I don't have photos of the camera going in. I have photos after the camera's already <laughs> in.
0: Both sides. <laughs> I would just wanna see them and <laughs> putting it in on both ends. <laughs> and sure, then sure. just play some like old seventies porn music, you know? <laughs> and see, I think They should have done that for you as you were entering into the room. Just put on some nasty old porn music and been like, are you ready for this, Mr. Andrews? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mr. Andrews. Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) No, so we'll get there. But... (laughs) Oh, God... You know, you want to keep personal things personal, but here I am talking about probably one of the most personal things uh, to a crowd of somewhere, you know, allegedly between, you know, four and six thousand people right now are going to be hearing this, but it's going to be recorded for 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 keepsake. So,
0: well, there's just put it out there, but there's two things. There's one. Every guy needs to have. his colon checked. Yes. Right. And there's an age where, unfortunately, we go to the doctor and we get probed up the backside, right? Uh-huh. And, and the thing is, is either you don't talk about it, right? And then it's not an awareness that people want to discuss. Or you just go, hey, you know, this is what it is. We talk about it. We joke around about it. And go to the doctor and get checked out. Now, me personally, the first time it happened for me was a, it was Walter. Do you remember him?
1: Yeah, the guy with the
0: freaking fingers
1: the size of my wrist.
0: Jesus God, the dude had the biggest damn fingers in the world. You see remember, that that
1: hydro flask right there? That that
0: that's his middle finger. <sighs> so wait, we're Eskimo brothers.
1: Yeah, that was he. He was uh, the first person to in, in, invade
0: myspace as well we're eskimo brothers
1: <laughs> I, i've never heard that reference
0: <laughs> look it up <laughs> literally I'm look afraid it up. <laughs> look it up okay so here's the thing the first time uh i remember being in the room and he's like all right well <laughs> hold on <laughs> The Urban Dictionary definition of an Eskimo brother is when
1: two men have had sex with the same woman. We are not Eskimo
0: brothers. No, no but you we, fucking weirdo. No, but, but he, he probed our asses, right? So he, he did mine, then he did yours. So, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, but and my, I'm not saying it's the same day or even the same year, but I'm just saying the same doctor... They use the same finger. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but what
1: I'm saying is by that definition, either Don or Stephanie is going to have some questions. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: I'm just saying in the sense of of getting our prostate checked. Yes. We are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> so that was the only term that I was trying to how say. How old were you? Um, God, I don't remember.
1: You had to be in your 40s because I think they yeah, usually...
0: It was, uh, yeah, it was after my 40s. So... Oh five, five, six years ago, maybe? Okay. So you remember I, 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 I think was, I was 37. Wait, wait. But here's the thing. When I was in the room and he was like, all right, you know, we need to do this. The first thing I did is I pulled out my phone and I held it up and I said, Smile. <laughs> And I had both him and I in the picture, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm trying to capture this moment of us together." <laughs> he's like, "Put your damn phone away." He was a great doctor. He was a great doctor. I just wish his freaking he laughed so were hard, and I was laughing hard. He goes, "I need you not to laugh. You're quenching." <laughs> <laughs> But now, that's the thing is like, I, I didn't want to have it done. Right. But if you make a joke out of it and you have some fun, everybody gets relaxed. Next, thing you know, oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, pull it back out.
1: I was <laughs> not expecting it to happen. It was a follow up to an emergency room visit. OK. I felt like I was sitting on a bicycle. They ran a couple. Um, I think it was a um, not an x-ray. What's the other one? CT scan. Mm-hmm. They did a CT scan on me. They said, we think you have prostatitis, which is an enlarged prostate, okay. but temporary, not like that; it's normally like this, like it's, you know, it's just enlarged right now. So they send me to my primary, which at the time was Walter, you know, this big old, tall old dude with fingers the size of tree trunks. And he's like, so you got prostatitis, do you? Well, there's only one way to check that. And he checked it and I did. And they, they they put you on two antibiotics and I shit you not Cialis. Ha <laughs> and that's something. No kidding. They put you you know, the original use for Cialis was to you know, to help the prostate. One of the side effects was the other. Yeah. And so now it's turned into like the, you know, the number two boner pill out there. Right. Right. But the original, and they still use it to this day. If you have prostate cancer, prostatitis, anything like that, they give you Cialis because it will, it, it's basically ibuprofen for the prostate. Interesting. So um, I have some funny stories about the Cialis that I will not be telling on this podcast, <laughs> but you know, they give you a couple of very strong, very potent antibiotics. Okay, and that's how I was treated, and so from 37 on, I have to get that checked every year. He retired, and Stacy took over. Stacy's my new doctor.
0: Yeah,
1: she's a she's a little tiny old lady who's got pinkies the size of number two pencils.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's some good news right there. <laughs> All right, so I don't I don't have to you know because like when Walter checks f- for things, you can feel him tickling the back of your brain. <laughs> It's like, you know, he puts his finger in your ass and you go, (coughs) because you're choking because it's in your throat. Like, dude, there's got to be a better way than this. You know, he retires, Stacy takes over and it's like, okay, that ain't so bad. Maybe it's because Walter prepared me, (laughs) but get this. I'm 44 this year and based on my recent diagnosis of anemia And they can't figure out where I'm losing blood. It's like, you you know, you've you've had a history of of prostate issues. You got anemia. You're overweight. There's a lot. And, you know, there's a few other things that all tie into it. It's like you need to have a colonoscopy. So Stacy refers me to this dude. Now, get this shit. So I go to this doctor. And he's like, yeah, the finger and the butt, that's outdated technology you only really get to check about a third of the prostate
0: technology yeah that's funny yeah
1: it's like he doesn't believe in that anymore
0: so i get it i mean if you think about it think about um the whole mouth-to-mouth resuscitation thing that's no longer are we talking about putting a finger
1: in the butt and you're gonna go to straight to mouth to mouth
0: ass to mouth so oh god ATM. Uh, so holy. no, but seriously, um when it comes to like compressions and all that stuff, that's completely changed too. Yes. So um yeah, things do go out of date. So if they're saying, "Hey, you know, us massaging the prostate with our finger and trying to excite you is no longer working," then, "Hey, fantastic. I've <laughs> never been excited by that." No, I me mean neither. But yeah, not they... with not with a guy with Fat sausages or guy in general. But, exactly. Yeah.
1: At least Stacy's like this sweet little old lady with tiny fingers, and she's like, "Okay, you know what? I don't feel so
0: bad as long as she doesn't have long nails." Then eh. I worried about that, and so you know, when don't want those <laughs> cutting through the glove.
1: I, I, I uh, you know, I broke the the you know the the fourth wall, and I looked down. And I was like, "Can I see your fingernails?" And she started laughing her ass off. And she showed me, it's like, oh, thank God, you don't have any. But um, no, it's it, it's it's outdated. You only get to check about a third. It, it's one of those things, like, I guess if you're looking for an enlarged prostate, that's one way to do it. But you can get the same thing from a CT scan and a colonoscopy, hmm. essentially.
0: Well, I could see the colonoscopy, and that's going to be 100 times better than a finger because right. you're actually going to get a visual look at it. CT, I can understand that too because you're getting an image. It can't be as good as a colonoscopy, but
1: well, I mean, moral of the story is I'm going to give this information to Stacy, and I don't ever want another finger up my bum again, ever, ever. Well, especially I mean, given if, the
0: results of, of of
1: my colonoscopy, which
0: I'll share here in a minute. Well, I think that's the thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna do colonoscopies on a regular basis, then that's obviously going to be a better option than have getting probed with a finger. Yeah. It's just, it's awkward. It's so awkward.
1: And like, I'm 44. I think Stacy took over when I was 39 or 40. So, you know, she's done it three or four years in a row. And she's just like, I, I, I think I'm going to tell her this coming July when it's my annual physical is like, you know what? I'm good. We don't need to do that no more. We don't need to do that no more.
0: You, you just no. We're we're good. When's your next colonoscopy? Three years. Would you ever do something a little fun?
1: I'm curious about what the next sentence coming out of your mouth is.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine showing up to a colonoscopy and having a butt plug? (laughs)
1: I'm going to tell you why that's not an option.
0: No, no, no. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, they go to roll you over and they're like, what the? What? I'm just getting it ready so the camera can slide right in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because they give you a
1: mouth plug for the mouth camera and you're still awake for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the butt plug, Mr. Warwood, is not an option because, number one, let me tell you about how they prepare you for this thing. There's two ways that they can do it. Pill or drink. Mhm. Mine was pill and drink because I went with the over the counter method from what I understand was a it's a lot less taxing on your system and I can vouch for that because I've seen I got a buddy who did the pills and he said they were easy but they were quite miserable and they they created some discomfort. Okay. I've seen people do the drink who first thing they say is that the drink is absolutely terrible it's nasty it's chalky and it's just it's it's somewhat painful on the abdomen and just blah my doctor says you can do the pills or we can do an over-the-counter mixture it's like okay what's the -the over-the-counter option he says well because my procedure is at four in the afternoon what you're going to do is at noon the day before you're going to pop Four Dulcolax, four. You are not going to have any solid foods on this day. Liquids only. Nothing blue. Nothing purple. You can have broth up till five o'clock.
0: Nothing blue. Nothing purple. What's that?
1: It can, it can interfere with the camera. Like purple Gatorade, blue Gatorade, things like that. Oh. You have like or nothing reds either. So like green, orange, clear things like that. Broths things like that, but you're not eating solid foods. Most people opt to do these in the morning because that means you can eat sooner. So you're really only fasting for one day, whereas when you do it late in the afternoon like I did it, you're fasting, you don't get solid foods day before, period. And you don't get solid foods the day of until after your procedure. So you're looking at the last thing you can eat, which I was on an intermittent fast already, seven o'clock at night on a Tuesday, I'm not eating till about seven o'clock at night on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at 48 hours, no food, right? That wasn't so bad. I know a lot of people, they don't want to go that long without food, but mine wasn't so bad, but here's what you do. You take four doll at noon and you just let those work. You don't feel anything. No, there's no cramping. There's no um, unplanned trips to the water closet nothing like that but at five o'clock you drink half of your mixture and the mixture is this 64 ounces of gatorade i went with the green because lemon limes you know delicious and i don't like the clear coconut and i didn't think i needed the extra potency from the coconut but you mix it with an entire bottle of miralex that's the powder it's like 64 ounces or whatever it is. Or no, that's the Gatorade. Whatever the ounces is on one normal bottle of Mirlex, Mix the two of them together. Let it chill in the fridge. It tastes like green Gatorade. You don't get that chalkiness. You don't get anything uncomfortable. But here's how you have to do it. So at 5 o'clock, you drink 8 ounces. At 5.15, you drink 8 ounces. At 30, 8 ounces. 5.45, 8 ounces. And you can set a clock to the minute that at 6:15, it's on. Okay?. Mm-hmm. Oh, since we're in that zip code, what is it's on really mean? I Want you to consider this. Whatever is inside of you, Is going to be outside of you. That instance. It is the only resemblance of anything solid. Coming out of your body.
0: I've had flus that have been like that.
1: Exactly. But this is unusually different. And I'll tell you how. Because you can literally feel it start. In your abdomen. Working its way down. And it's almost like a balloon. I want you to imagine a balloon. A water balloon. You're filling up the water balloon. Your ass is the balloon and you can feel it filling up. What happens when you just keep putting water in a water balloon? Mm-hmm. It blows out. That is exactly what happens exactly 30 minutes after the last ounce of that mixture's drink.
0: You are straight up just pissing out of your ass. Well, that first
1: one was an explosion. Just a straight-up explosion of anything and everything, okay? Yeah. That is all that you have to drink that day if you have an afternoon procedure. You're done with the drink. But the rest of the night, you can have water. As a matter of fact, they encourage you to have lots of water, electrolytes, um, things like that. You can even have tea and coffee. They encourage that if you want it. I did not have any that I stuck with water with, uh, those Ultima electrolytes, right? Mm -hmm. After you go the first time, you're correct. After that, it is 100% just liquid geyser. It, 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 it doesn't fall out. It explodes out. Now, if you had a morning procedure, you do this again at nine o'clock. And you take 8 ounces every 15 minutes times 4. But because I had an afternoon procedure, I wait until 9 o'clock the following morning. And so, I went to bed and I was fine. I didn't have any stomach crampings. I didn't have any issues. I didn't shit myself when I was sleeping. Nothing. Life was totally normal by the time I went to bed. No problems. I didn't even really have any cravings. And I wasn't even hungry. I was just like, whoa. Whoa. That just kind of took the life out of you, right? Mm -hmm. Wake up the next morning. And at nine o'clock on the button, start this whole thing over again. Same thing happens. It's just a. A geyser at 100 PSI protruding from your orifice.
0: Sounds like a disaster.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, it's just it's. You know, there's nothing nasty going on, like in terms of like, you know, you don't get nasty smells, you don't get nasty sights, anything like that. It's just like, you know, all the mixture that you just drink, you know, it's you're washing your insides from your esophagus all the way through because you want to have, you know, no pun intended, clear passages, right? Steph takes me to the doctor. You get there an hour before. They take you back and they tell you one more time. Okay, we want you to try one more time to use the restroom. Okay. And it's not much of an effort to try because at this point, let's just be honest with you. Anything, you know, you can no longer trust flatulence at this point. You cannot. Because if you try to release flatulence, you are going to release two and a half cups of liquid from your body into your drawers. So you, you know, there's no trust. Okay. So when they say we want you to use the restroom and try, there's no try. There's all right. <laughs> I got. Yeah, it's going down. That way they can make sure everything's clear. This one last time, you don't make a mess on their freaking table. They put you back there. They prep you up. You're in a gown. Back's open. Put an IV in you. Now because I was dehydrated. At this point, like, even though I was drinking plenty of water, the day of, you can't have any water after 10 a.m. Nothing. So, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., I've got no water, I've got no Gatorade, nothing. Damn. So, you know, you're pretty well dehydrated. So, all my perky veins that are usually there ready to take an IV needle, wrist, you know, bend of the arm, all that. Yeah. Nah, they're they're depleted. So they had to go right here, midway up my arm. That freaking hurt. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Didn't hurt long. Just hurt while, you know, she was, you know, maneuvering the IV around. They start you on some fluids, start to rehydrate you, right? Okay. And then they take you back there. Once they will you in there, things start to become reality at this point. Now you're a little nervous. It's like, okay. I hope I don't feel anything. I hope I'm not awake for this. I hope the drugs work because they put you completely out for it. And the dude, the uh, anesthesiologist, his name was also Chris. And he came in and was like, hey, what's up, Chris? He goes, hey, what's up, brother? <laughs> you know, but the nurse was sweet as can be. The doctor comes in there. Now I'm a little nervous, but I'm put. I'm playing tough guy. And they start hooking monitors and everything up to you. Like they got a heart monitor on you. At this point now I'm on oxygen through the nose. The IV is going. The nerves are now shaking and there's like, okay, let's, you know, we need you on your left side. I remember that. Now I'm really nervous because I'm afraid they're going to start this and I'm not going to be asleep. And this guy says, you're going to feel a little bit of burn in your IV. But in, I quote, he says, you ain't going to give a fuck in a minute. Okay. He was right. He gave me this, uh, this shot. And because he said that, I'm adopting it. It's it's a shot of, I don't give a fuck. He gave me that shot. I no longer care what they're doing to me. I'm fully awake. I'm fully conscious. But I am the most relaxed that I ever remember being in my entire life. So essentially, I'm stoned. Okay. And like, they're asking me, okay, adjust here, do this, move that, put this in your mouth. Because they you know, they have to keep your mouth open for the camera. So they're putting, you know, essentially a ball gag in your mouth with a hole in it to fit the camera
0: through. Wow. You don't care. Do you have photos of that? No. What a shame.
1: But you don't care about anything. Everything is just like euphoric is the only way I can explain it. You're just, you're chill. You don't care. You're at peace. You're at ease. Nothing. Then the nurse says, all right, well, Chris is going to do his thing. We want you to say your name date of birth then count back from 10 I remember saying my name I remember saying my date of birth I don't remember starting the countdown okay if I did I may have gotten out And I was out now the reason I'm afraid of being put under is because I'm afraid I won't wake up it's it's one of my you know like you know my like a ladder fear okay my ladder you know I'm afraid of ladders I'm also nervous about being put to sleep because I don't want, you know, we're fricking 44 and 45 years old. We're too young to be widow or widower. But I remember coming to, and I remember seeing my wife right there. And I just remember like, thank God I didn't die. I feel absolutely nothing in the terms of discomfort, pain, nothing on the bottom side. On the top side, there's a there's a pain and there's still a little bit of it now, but it's very dull. Yeah. You get a pain in the jaw, like right here where your lymph nodes are. Okay, that's tender to touch, but talking's normal. Opening your mouth, eating all that's totally normal. But like that, sore
0: throat or anything?
1: I did not have a sore throat. Okay, they told me I would. I did not. I just had where the jaw was extended. I just had a little bit of tenderness there, and I remember looking at her. And, uh, you know, she's like, how you feeling? Blah, 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 blah. The, the guy came over, the doctor, pronouns pal. He said, everything looked really good in your esophagus. Um, didn't see any ulcers. I didn't see any lesions. Didn't see any polyps, nothing. And I was worried about my esophagus because I had put that thing through torture with all the spicy foods. And, right. you know, like, you know, let's be honest. Alcohol drinks aren't good for your throat or your esophagus you know it, it you know alcohol it will um deplete the mucus that your your body produces that coats and protects your esophagus and it's like okay I'm not an alcoholic but you know we you know me and you we do drink reviews you know once a week and you know if we hang out on the weekends we'll have a couple drinks so you know there there there's been some some alcohol drinking going on i was worried about that okay nothing they say your esophagus everything looks good still have your hiatal hernia you're always going to have that. We don't recommend operation. Just, you know, manage your diet. Don't eat after a certain time. Continue to take your omeprazole as needed. Okay. And your fatamidine or whatever the frick pill that is. Cool. Thanks. We did take a couple samples of your esophagus for biopsy. We're going to send them out to the lab. We'll let you know Tuesday. Tuesday being today. Yeah. They go to the south side. Um, they found a few things. Um, they found a few skin tags inside the colon, which they think are 100% completely harmless and they don't plan on doing anything with them. Um, and they found, um, two polyps, very small, but they're polyps, cut those out, sent them out for biopsy. Everything else they said, looked totally cool, totally normal. They could not find any reason why I would be anemic from that. Okay. Get the results back today. Esophagus results are back. Those samples are good. Nothing cancerous. Nothing precancerous. Blah 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 blah. Uh, samples from the colon. Your polyps were uh, the OMPU, oh, but whatever type of polyp. Uh, 100% precancerous. If left untreated, they will, you know, at a at the at a faster rate than any other polyp, they could convert to cancer. So congratulations, you now get a colonoscopy every three years. And I say, what happens if within three years I get one of those polyps? He says, well, then I cut them out. I said, so I don't have anything to worry about. He says, no, you're good. You just need to have one of these every three years. So you're not worried if I develop a polyp next year that by year three it's going to be cancerous. So he says, no, that's why we're going to every three years. He says, in three years, depending on what those results are, We may bump you up to five or we may keep you at three, but we're not going to go less than, you know, than three, you know, unless obviously they find something. He says, but no, you're, you're fine. It's pre-cancer cells. They're, you know, these were non-cancerous. They were pre-cancer, but this type of polyp, they develop and grow into cancer faster than any of the other ones. It is not the most aggressive one, but it is the fastest moving one. So therefore... You get another one of these in three years. Nothing to worry about, though. We're just going to stay on top of it. That's good. So you you good news, really, all the way around. It was good news on that front, but still nervous when you hear the term cancer. Hmm. But um, his more concerning thing is that they have yet to find a reason why I'm anemic, He's not 100% sure he can find a reason why I'm anemic. It could just be the fact that I'm just anemic now and maybe I'm not producing as much.
0: But Right, maybe part of that's diet, maybe yes. part of, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Exactly. But to be extra diligent, they're going to have me do a uh, a, uh, a capsule endoscopy, which is a camera in a pill form, it's about that big. And, you know, for those who can't see it, it's not a very big pill, but it is a camera. That you go through the same procedure that you would for a colonoscopy in terms of prep. You cleanse your system out.
0: And then you just swallow Ant-Man.
1: Swallow Ant-Man. And it will watch Ant-Man go through your entire digestive system. From esophagus to stomach, small intestine, large intestine, colon, and then adios. So what they're looking for, because the only thing they have not checked, they checked You know, obviously, the colon, large intestine, stomach, esophagus, they cannot check the small intestine with the cameras that they have for a colonoscopy and endoscopy. So you swallow the pill. Yeah. Pill checks your small intestine. They're just making sure I'm not losing blood there. Probably going to come back okay because my blood work's always been okay. Yeah. So then he's going to give that information back to you know, obviously my primary doctor and then this, you know, nutrition, health, weight loss guy that she put me on, he'll take that. And like you said, it could just be diet. It could just be a, a number of things. But to be extra diligent, they'll take that. That's the good news. It's an easy test. You just got to clear your system to pop a pill. And then, you know, a few hours later, pill comes out. Right. That's the good news. The news. Bad news. You have to retrieve the camera when it has completed its passage
0: and mail it to them. Fantastic. Is that have Bluetooth on it? <laughs> Can I use this
1: for find my iPhone feature? That's right. At what point in my body is this thing currently at? Is it going to hurt? I don't want to thumb through my stuff, but they give you all the necessary tools and capturing devices.
0: There's a, um, there's a company that pays for your poop. Well, with luck,
1: that will all be gone out of my system before I take the pill.
0: No, I'm just saying that there's a company that wants your poop. And they'll take it and they'll well, pay you for it.
1: They're fucking freaks.
0: Can you imagine?
1: I can't, but I'm sure you're over there fantasizing about it.
0: Well, I'm thinking about giving them a call. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, I can give you two to three samples a day. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, I was even thinking that I could tell them, hey, you know, if you really want, you can drop a couple customers because I can take their spot, too. (laughs) And then you could just pay me what you were paying them. Even, you know, I'll give you a discount 20 percent. But, yeah, I could probably take the place of two, three people with as much as I eat. Your ex-wife and your
1: sister-in-law have always said in all the time that I've known them, you are a shitting machine.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, The office, I call it the purge. Jeez Louise, man. <laughs> I'm a one-a-day guy. God, no.
1: Nope. I- unless I'm preparing for a procedure, then I'm like a 12-a-day guy or whatever it was. But again, I'm not doing that. I I'm 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 not going to it's not that I am conscientious about people thumbing through my excrement. It's that I don't want to have to package it and handle it and send it off for them.
0: Oh, I don't just gonna be as bad as you think.
1: Well, I mean in this particular case it's not because like you said, my system's gonna be, be totally cleansed and clear. Yeah. I take the pill, it travels, and then, you know, it comes out. They give you a, a you know, it's like a, I call it a spaghetti noodle strainer <laughs> or a flour sifter. Give you a thing that will catch it. You wow. p- package it. Mail it back. They'll review it. And they'll tell you what's wrong with your small intestines. Is so nasty to talk
0: about, even imagine and think. And this is what's going... This so, is 44, guys. Here's the funny thing. Think about this. You're the person on the other end. Right. Pun intended. Hold on. No, no. You're the person on the other end who's receiving this oh. camera, right? E. And you're like, okay... First thing, smells you, you, like lemon lime you know, Gatorade. You see it going in the mouth, and, and right, <laughs> and then you watch it go through everything that it's supposed to, and you're like, Oh, okay. And then you see it come out and bink into the strainer. <laughs> then you see the look on the person's face of terror <laughs> Oh my God, I have, right? Is that not probably the best part of the job? Is the scene be like, Oh, Fuck, this is disgusting. Look, oh, I got to clean it a little bit. Let me wipe it off with some toilet paper, right? Uh, I ain't cleaning and shit, then, no and pun And then it somebody all of a sudden, dink, puts, puts it in some plastic container. In the, you're like, oh, video's over. <laughs> Dark, darkness. That's right.
1: I wonder how that thing runs and operates. It's got to be some kind of freaking... I don't know. It's gotta be battery. Obviously. How long is that battery good for? Exactly. That's what like, I'm like. Do they literally are they gonna see me holding this pill in oh, my yeah. face being like, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> exactly. Like Putting you need, it need in. to
0: like before you put it in, you need to hold it and just like wave and be like, <laughs> hi <laughs> This is my dog. <laughs> this is my cat (laughs) wave to the camera everybody and then that sucker comes out and it looks up and all you're looking at is butthole and balls (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh Oh, man (laughs) what a shameless job that boy needs to shave (laughs) (laughs) it's called manscaping mister wouldn't well, that be a horrible review? You get it back? I'm like, I tried well, to... we saw everything and it was okay, but the cameraman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tried I tried to get Manscaped as a sponsor for this show. Because <laughs> I hear him on all of the other podcasts I listen to. Oh,
0: my God. We, Can we, you imagine? Did you know we got our first sponsor, did I tell you? No, you didn't tell I
1: me. I don't have any reads for him, but we did. It's a... Uh, it's like a... You know, they do like a powder that you drink. It's like a health thing. Like, oh, really? Like
0: greens. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Nice. I'm waiting to... I can't wait to try their Super product. Into, yeah, it's a superfoods. Yeah. But I forget who the brand is. Steph heard of them. I never did. Obviously, she would hear them. She's a healthy person. I would never hear from them because, you know, I eat Taco Bell on podcast nights.
0: So, I'm just curious how... How did a super, two people that are not healthy Taco Bell (laughs) doing drink reviews? Is it is it somebody going? Oh God, help them! Give them some (laughs) superfoods. They 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 need help.
1: (laughs) That's the only thing I can imagine it being. You know what? Who you? If you're listening, Mister Mrs. Sponsor, I know we haven't gotten any reads for you yet, but nonetheless. Forgive us for not understanding or knowing who you are, but if it's any condolence, my wife does. Let's see here. Um, God bless America. Who are they? Jeez Louise, man. Daily Harvest. Super food, super fast.
0: All right. I'll open up Daily Harvest.
1: Daily Harvest. Our very first sponsor. They already put an ad on our page on iHeartRadio. Oh, really? Yeah. Daily Harvest. Superfood, super fast. I kind of like that tag. You got them? Yeah. Welcome to the uh, Two Loose Screws family. You guys, uh, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into.
0: Well, I want to try it.
1: Yeah. I guess you can get them at GNC and all kinds of places. Might have to try these guys out.
0: Well, it looks like they got quite a bit of stuff. I mean, they were on the Today Show, Vogue. What was it? Refinery 29, well, Feed, Good here,
1: Housekeeping, Delish. Here's the ad they put on our iHeartRadio page. Looks like a shake. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to try it. I can't wait to try it. And, you know, I, I... From what I understand, sponsors have been known to send out free samples for their, their guests to try. So maybe that'll be a, a drink review. We we review one of their protein powders.
0: Looks like they got quite a bit more than just that, but cool. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't believe I, for, I forgot to tell you that.
1: My bad, dog. Anyway, go get your colon checked, guys. If you've ever had any issues with the prostate and you're... You you probably want to go ahead and get that checked out. If you are even in the area of 45, go get it checked out. Because, like I said, I never would have done this had I was not, you know, if I wasn't deemed anemic. Because I'm not 45 yet. I'm not going to be 45 until 2025. So what could have happened from right now until june of 2025 could those precancerous cells develop into cancer who knows but because i went to get one thing checked they found another thing and they fixed it on the spot cancer free so thank you uh, mr dr stein and nurse and anesthesiologist chris who who uh you know he, he didn't mind uh, you know dropping some four-letter words in front of everybody and putting me a little bit at ease and gave me the I don't give a fuck juice. Thank you, sir.
0: Very nice. So, Mr. Warwood, go get your colon checked, bro. Yeah, I'm long overdue. I definitely need to get checked out. <clears throat> That'll be a fun one. I, c- I can't wait to meet my nurses and doctors for that.
1: Yeah, my, my nurse was old enough to probably be a great aunt. Not quite grandmother level. A mother or great aunt. The recovery nurse, she was a youngin. She was a—I wouldn't call her hot, but she was definitely cute. She was definitely attractive, and it never fails. Whenever it's like, it's always in recovery when you have to get dressed. So my wife's standing right there, and you know everything. is
0: helping you. Well,
1: well, no, because like you know, Steph, you know this is like the third time I've been in this certain situation where I've required help because they've been put, they put me out and Mm -hmm. you know, when the spouse is there, you know, the spouse naturally helps you. But like the nurse was also there to help. And I remember because it was very cold that day. And I remember looking at Steph and I was like, even though I'm out of it, I'm still, or I'm not out of it. I'm still a little bit out of it. And I looked at her and I was like, Steph, so it's cold, and she just starts laughing, and so she starts telling the nurse, yeah, he's got this fear of, like, you know, there's always going to be a hot nurse on a cold day, and it happens every time, and I'm like, you're telling her the story. Meanwhile, my freaking robe is open. My wife's got my freaking boxers at my ankles, and she's just telling the nurse the story, and they're just having a good old conversation, getting to know each other as my freaking raisins hanging out.
0: Well, you have to understand, they they've seen quite a bit, I'm sure. And they also understand it's cold, is what
1: the lady said, which, you know, they just say that to make you feel better. So. <laughs> you know they do.
0: the so next time you wear a banana hammock. And then you have somebody you know knit you like this little like sweater, Like Joey from a Friends. A sleeve that you can just put over there and be like, it's a sweater. <laughs> just to keep them warm. <laughs>
1: No, but they're having a good old time as my wife is uh, she's pulling up my drawers and she goes and they start talking about the Dodgers. She's like, I don't know if you can tell my husband's a Dodger fan. I didn't realize it, but, you know, I wore comfy clothes that day because I knew I wanted to make it easy on my wife. Excuse you. Pardon I wanted me. to I wanted to make it easy on my wife. So I wore, you know, socks with slides, gym shorts, T-shirt. I had a hat, and I did have a hoodie, a zip-up hoodie. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it at the time. Everything. Socks, boxers, gym shorts, T-shirt, hoodie, hat. Every single item of clothing I had with me. All Dodgers. I I, didn't realize. I didn't
0: know you owned anything else.
1: (laughs) I mean, I got some things that aren't. I have an Oakley hat. I think I have a Hurley hat and I have some shirts and hoodies that aren't Dodger related, but it just, it just so happened this particular thing. Like, cause you know, I have Dodger socks. I have lots of Dodger socks. I only have one pair of Dodger boxers and she got them for me this past Christmas. The Dodger shorts came from the guy I get my jerseys from. She got me the t-shirt literally a week ago Correct. and I've had this hoodie forever and I've had this hat forever. But she's just like, wow, you literally put everything Dodger on today. You know, like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway alert, halfway not. And I'm like, like Joey from Friends. He goes, yeah, the Knicks rule. I went, yeah, the Dodgers rule. <laughs> so that was a good laugh. And then I tried to get up out of the bed and, and I literally fell back down, you know, on my ass in the bed. Luckily, the bed was there. And the nurse is like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm good. And Steph knew I was starving. She knew I hadn't had anything to eat. Right. They tell you to ease your way into it. Steph knows how I am, and she knows that I don't listen or follow rules. So Steph thought, you know what, if I can control the narrative and give him a little bit of some comfort food, maybe it will prevent him from getting all the comfort food. And it was very smart of her. So rather than going out and, you know, doing like Taco Bell spice like that, she got me a plain cheeseburger from Burger King. So I love Burger King. Okay. No sauces, no onions, no, just a patty, cheese in a bun. It's the best cheeseburger I've ever had in my life. And the nurse okayed it, it's like cuz, you know, it's not the the you know, doesn't the uh doesn't their buns have seeds? She didn't realize that after you know during the fact because, and neither did I because that was one thing I didn't tell you, uh, from my results is they did diagnose me with diverticulosis. Mm-hmm. I've been diagnosed with diverticulitis, which is a derivative of diverticulosis. But you can get diverticulitis without diverticulosis. Now what that is, if you look it up, Brock Lesnar he had surgery, he had like, lots and lots and lots of his colon and intestines removed. It's what he had. Not every case results in surgery and mine doesn't either. But yeah, I I need to stay away from seeds and peanuts and things like that. But she didn't realize it at the time, neither did I. I still ate it. Yeah. It was good. And nothing ha- nothing bad happened. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a note for the future. But yeah, I I had that cheeseburger. And it was so good. And the nurse okayed it, said, yeah, that's fine. There's no, you know, you don't want them to have anything like really acidic. You know, the Burger King, it's flame broiled. They grill most of the fat out of it anyway. It's a very lean patty. Mm. Cheese is okay. Just no mustard, no ketchup, no barbecue sauce. She did get a barbecue sauce thing, but, you know, she took it away from me as quick as she got it. No fries, anything like that. So I had the cheeseburger. She got me a chocolate milk, and she got me a little miniature Three Musketeers. I had all that, and I was full like stuffed to the brim. Sure. And then, you know, I've been solid on my diet ever since. That was like the first comfort food I'd had since we did our last podcast. When we did, I forgot what it was. Oh, the chili. Did the chili cheese dogs?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So you're talking like a week and two days.
0: Oh, speaking of the chili, I went and I looked back at Costco's chili. It yeah. does have beans in it. It's oh. beef, beef with beans. For frick's sake, that's no good. No, oh, I mean it's worth a try. Huh. I didn't buy it, but I was contemplating it again.
1: Well, you know, you, you know what I did? I got their. You ever looked at the the grass fed sirloin strips that they had in those aisles? No. Well, don't waste your time. it was gross.
0: What? Yeah. I didn't think they were capable of selling anything. Gross. I
1: didn't either. But I will say this much, because the females were eating it also, I can't have it as rare as I like. Hmm. And sirloin is one of those things you don't want to overcook. Right. And I like my steaks at about a medium. This I had to cook to a well done. Steph is okay with medium to medium well. She'd rather it be closer to medium well to medium rare. So if she gets like a thick steak, she'll butterfly it or whatever. And ask for medium, but if it if they can't butterfly it or refuse to butterfly it, she just goes medium. Well, Nicole don't want to see no pink. So she mm. likes beef jerky.
0: Yeah. That, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that could be part of the reason why it wasn't no good. Okay. It might be worth a try again for me and you. Because like grass fed's supposed to be better for you. And it wasn't the, the the aroma was good, the flavor was good, but like at at well done in a sirloin. You're just asking to work your jaw over time. It's just skim. It's just chewy. I caught that one. Yeah, I saw your eyebrows. And then I heard what I said after I said it. But they've got these chicken, pineapple, teriyaki meatballs. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Adelos or whatever. Yeah,
0: I, I've had those a 100 times over. We're in love
1: now. We had yeah. them the other day. You know how we prepared them? Just cooked up the meatballs, plain. Didn't put them in a sauce, didn't do nothing. Yeah, no, you don't need to. Just prepared the meatballs like in a skillet and made some jasmine rice. That's it. And I use I I'll eat a, a half a cup of prepared rice, just a half a cup. And I'll toss like seven or eight meatballs in there, and it was delicious.
0: Yeah, I used to sit there and cook them same thing. Just cook them in the pan and then uh we'd take I think my kids and I would just Eat them straight out of the pan with toothpicks. Yeah. It's so so good. Freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. we bought two things of it. And so we're down to the last pouch, which I'm cooking tomorrow. (laughs) But like, I wonder, teriyaki is not something that I would normally think of to put in a sauce, but I'm wondering if like you mix it with like a thing of ragu, if it'd be good on like some pasta.
0: I'm not a big ragu fan. I like Prego. Um, Or Rouse. Rouse, oh, Rouse, oh Rouse is good. There was one that I got from, from Costco. They don't have it anymore, but it was my favorite sauce. It worked so good. It was a good spaghetti sauce as well as I used it as a pizza sauce. Oh, like, far out. It was fantastic, but I can't find it anymore.
1: Because, again,
0: I did the calorie count the other day, and those
1: meatballs are next to nothing. If you find a good sauce, like, you, you, you know, because I have to— Again, I don't count macros, but I do count calories. It's just easier. And I mean, it's obviously working. I'm down 14 pounds. Yeah. But I did the math. I could have a plate of spaghetti and be within my calorie count. Simple organic or simple truth. They make an angel hair. Okay. It's like 200 and something calories. Uh, If I get like a sauce that doesn't, if I get one that doesn't have a lot of sugar added to it. Make your own. Or you can do rows There's five or six ingredients. Yeah. And I can mix those meatballs with it. I can do that and have a piece of garlic bread and still be in my calorie count.
0: That's comfort food. Yeah, that's good. I just have to. But that's how it should be, though. Yeah. It should be that you're able to still eat what you want to eat. It's just or maybe even just do smaller portions.
1: It's it's a smaller portion, but it's a doable right. portion. And like, you know, the those meatballs are next to nothing. So I can yeah. have almost as many of those as I want. And like. You know, the the calories from like a Rouse is probably going to be all tied up to the olive oil that they put in there. So if I did do my own sauce, it would be labor intensive. But I just dial back on the olive oil and maybe don't, you know, Rouse doesn't use any sugar. Prego does, but they also have a no sugar added and they have a no salt added, which I can have salt. My cholesterol is actually in range now, like totally in range. I'm just saying I can have a plate of spaghetti, and I'm looking forward to it. I love, freaking love spaghetti. And I'm just thinking those meatballs would be perfect.
0: Yeah, they are good.
1: Even though they're teriyaki, I think the flavor of the sauce would overpower because it's very, very subtle.
0: Yeah, it's not bad, and it's good flavor. It really is because we've had it in our spaghetti.
1: I I love those things. I can't believe I haven't been eating them for the last however many years.
0: I thought you knew about them.
1: Not those ones. We did the chicken apple ones one time. Chicken they're, apple's okay. They're
0: mid. It's okay. It, it, the other ones are definitely the winners of the show. And I hate pineapple. But again, it's
1: very subtle. Right. And, you know, chicken meatball doesn't sound very appetizing to me, but you don't know you're eating chicken. Right. It just, it tastes like a good meatball. Like good meatball. Try but, them out, folks. Adele's, Adellos, whatever. Chicken, teriyaki, and pineapple meatball. Very yeah, healthy, very tasty.
0: Yeah, they are good, for sure.
1: All right. So I think we planned on talking about this, but I'm looking out at the clock. We're two hours in almost. Good Lord. Do we want to just tease it and then kind of skim <laughs> and then come back next week? Or do you sure. just, you want to keep going?
0: No, let's, let's do it next week.
1: All right. So we have not ignored what's going on in the news with Vince McMahon. Um, maybe by the time next week rolls around there'll be more information, but there is tons of information on it right now. Here's what I'll say. I'm not gonna call the guy innocent. The 60-something page lawsuit has everything from slavery to trafficking to all kinds of these grotesque, insidious accusations. Did he lock her in his personal locker room? You know, at venues and in the office, did he have a threesome with this young lady and take a break so he can take a shit on her head, then go take a shower, then come back and then finish having sex with her? I'm not going to go out on a limb and say all those things happened because here's the facts. She signed an NDA and before that she received gifts these gifts are anywhere from clothing to luxury type clothing, luxury gift cards, a BMW, handbags, things like that. She willfully took all these gifts. And then she signs an NDA. He goes through an investigation last year. And in that investigation, her and her attorney were both questioned by the investigation the investigative committee that was External. This was not like Stephanie McMahon or Triple H or Kevin Dunn calling this lady and her attorney up. This was a a company that was a firm that was hired to investigate McMahon. Uh, Those investigations came back and, you know, everything that he was accused of doing, he absolutely did. He would have extramarital affairs and, you know, sexual encounters with these women. Then he would uh, pay them off and have them sign NDAs. That, you know, again, immoral? Yeah. Illegal? No. Because he used his own money. He didn't use company funds. Comes time for him to, you know, try to get voted back in by the board. The board unanimously voted no. And at the time, both his daughter and son-in-law were on the board, as well as Nick Khan. They all voted him no, don't return. But, you know, he used his... You know, he flexed his, uh, I guess, his stockholding, you know, presence, bullied his way back on the board, Um, but he did it so he can get this company sold and made a record sell, mind you, an awesome venture with UFC Endeavor, which formed TKO, where he becomes the chairman of the board, CEO type thing, but... Meanwhile, Nick Khan, whom I'm changing my opinion on this dude, I used to think he was kind of a turd sniffer. Sounds like the guy's a genius. Turd
0: sniffer? Turd sniffer.
1: He, he's now running that company, but listen to what has happened just in the last week, before the McMahon allegations. WWE as a whole has always kind of been ahead of the game in terms of how people consume the product. You know, like if you look back in like the 50s and 60s, professional wrestling, it was consumed by syndication. Head of the curb. Late 70s, early 80s, mid 80s, whatever it was, pay-per-view. Again, ahead of the curb. And people always have followed the professional wrestling mantra of how their product is distributed and consumed. Before there were streaming platforms, WWE, you know, they they tried the network and they and they launched the network. It was an app-based network. And again, it changed the way in which people consume the product. And you'll notice that after WWE launched their app with the WWE network. TNA launched theirs. Well, now everything is streaming. So cable television is essentially the next blockbuster video, if you will. It's a dying breed. Really, the only thing you're going to be able to find on cable before too long is going to be like fishing shows and weather channels and biased news. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cable's going away. It's all going streaming. No wrestling organization has ever converted any program to streaming. But last week, Monday to be exact, I think, they announced a $5 billion, with a B, a $5 billion deal over 10 years for Netflix to have the rights to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw has, for the most part, always been on USA Network. They spent a stint On um, Spike and I think uh, TNN or CMT, CMT I think it was, whatever it was. Something like that. Just for a brief period of time. They always, they they came back to um, USA Network. The WWE Network shut down and moved all their content over to Peacock. Another huge, massive money maker. Fox was the last one to sign a, you know, a syndication deal with SmackDown. That is expiring and it was a big money maker. SmackDown's going to the USA Network. So it will remain part of cable television, but it's always going to be their number 2 show, <laughs> number 2. Mm-hmm. Their biggest show has always been Monday Night Raw, and it's moving to Netflix where it will be streamed. It'll be you know, obviously streamed live, but you can watch it afterwards. Peacock is probably going to move all their content over to Netflix as well. There is a gap between, I think, November and December this year where they're not under contract to USA and the contract with Netflix doesn't start until January. So it's like, okay, how are we going to watch Raw in November, December? Do they take a break? Do they black out? Do they just go dark? Probably going to go to Peacock. Um, and then you know, at the end of that deal, all the content moves over to Netflix. Five billion dollars, revolutionary game changer. So now you watch. That's some money, man. It's some huge money. You watch people like Tony Khan. I don't don't get the cons confused. They're not related. Nick Khan. He's he's a TV guy with WWE. They picked him up a few years ago. After they fired those two guys who were absolutely not wanting to let go of pay-per-view. I forget what their names are. It was a male and a female with WWE. They did not want to let go of pay-per-view, but they moved pay-per-view like WrestleMania, those type of premium live events. They just gave them away on the network. So if you were a subscriber to the network or a subscriber to what is now Peacock, you get to watch those things for free. They hired Nick Khan and now they're brokering all these huge deals. That's, You know, people I think wanted to give McMahon the credit, but now that everything's kind of coming out, it looks like Tony or Nick Khan is the architect in a lot of these deals. What he doesn't have that Vince McMahon has is product knowledge. Now, yes, he has Triple H, but there's nobody sitting on the board with product knowledge of wrestling, which takes me to my second point.
0: That you put in a resume.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> you know who joined the board over at TKO? Uh,
0: somebody. Um, what's his name? Yeah, that famous that, dude. That, I think it starts with a D.
1: Yeah. Uh, Can you smell it?
0: Uh, Do you smell? <sighs> what's cooking? Is it David? No, Donnie. To Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne
1: Wade. Dwayne. Jesus. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock has now joined. Yeah. He's joined the board. He's joined the board. So now you got somebody on the board with product knowledge. Third generation guy. Very successful. Some would argue. You know, Most would put him in their Mount Rushmore. I think if you had people make a Mount Rushmore of professional wrestlers, it's going to be Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, The Rock, and Ric Flair. That's most people who's a wrestling fan.
0: <laughs> Mount Rushmore of wrestling. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's going to have them as their top four, but a lot of people, I think, uh, you, you're just a goofball. I think Ric Flair's interchangeable, especially now.
0: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: you laugh about that over the next ten Woo!
0: minutes. <laughs> But my point, <laughs> Rushmore, for fuck's not sake. Not only
1: does Dwayne The Rock, who he now owns the rights to The Rock, also brand new development, not only does he have the product knowledge, but you look at this. What is one thing that Netflix has? Premium content, or not premium, they have exclusive content, like exclusive shows, exclusive yeah. movies, things like that. Well, there's $5 billion off the table. That's probably going to come out of that exclusive content. But while I can imagine some people are going to be losing their jobs at Netflix to help pay for some of this, you've got people like Dwayne. It'd be funny to see some of his movies. Out I don't think on
0: anybody's going to lose a job. Not at all. You don't think so? Not at all. If anything, subscription prices are going to go up a little bit again
1: well that well i hope that doesn't happen because i can see people leaving netflix because of this i still think it's a killer deal and i still think it's very successful it's going to bring a lot of eyes to netflix who may not already be there and then those who have it that were thinking about canceling it are now going to change their minds about canceling it but the bottom line is it's always been the most watched wrestling show period that's
0: the bottom line because chris Andrews said so my god <laughs> What? 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 Anyway. So. I don't think so.
1: Yeah. But anyway, The Rock, you know, he's got the product knowledge on the wrestling and he's got the product, you know, knowledge on the movies. And he's an incredible marketing guy. Do you know anybody in our lifetime who has better marketed themselves than Dwayne Johnson?
0: Um, the, the, uh. Oh, what the hell is his name? Was See, tel- you can't think of him. Off no, the top he's of a your telemarketer, head. but he died. Not telemarketer. He was but a But
1: wait, there's more.
0: Yeah, yeah, that dude. He used to do like the OxyClean yeah. and all that. I know what you're
1: talking about. The but beard. he ain't no Dwayne Johnson. Well he was good. Dwayne Johnson's got energy drinks, he's got tequila, he's got movies, he's got television shows, he's got WWE, he's got ice cream, he's got the UFL, XFL He's, he's, I mean, the dude is a marketing freaking
0: genius. Well, part of that comes down to his ex-wife, too.
1: Yeah, she's a genius, too. But bottom line is this. So you've got a $5 billion deal. You've got Dwayne Johnson joining the board. You've got all these
0: positive things happening. I thought we were only teasing this and talking this about This is, it is the tease.
1: We are, we're, we're not getting into the Vince McMahon stuff, but this is the tease. All that stuff happens early in the week. What happens last Thursday? Vince McMahon gets accused of sexual trafficking and all that BS. It
0: so just is seems like
1: the, it just happened to be timed just it, right. That's my only point. Is the guy a piece of shit? Probably. Is he a pervert, dirty old man? Yes. Is he a womanizer? Maybe. But is he a sex trafficker? Is he a guy that would just think that he can get away with all this heinous sadistic because man if you read this lawsuit it is disgusting I think there are a lot of truths in this article surrounded by smoke to make a hot smoking gun lawsuit to try to grab a payday 5 billion dollars is a lot of money
0: yeah but I just look at it like she probably does want to bring him down obviously that's why she decided to go after even though she signed an nda even though she accepted gifts um but do you re- do you really think she's stretching the truth
1: i don't know like part of me because again it's it's it, this is almost like finding out that bill cosby is who bill cosby is But the difference is, is like everybody knows that McMahon's like this cutthroat, weird.
0: Well, that's a hard part is that when money gets involved in the people's lives, like you even mentioned it with Patrick Mahone. Yeah. You said as, as time goes on, you become so good. You make all this money. You're not a grounded person. And things look different to you.
1: Yeah, because you don't live in the majority of the
0: world's reality. You live in your reality. Exactly. And it's difficult because when you start living in your reality, people cater to you because you are somebody. You are a celebrity, right? And I, I think that's a difficult thing. How do you stay humble? I don't know because this guy, you know, he literally
1: grew up in a trailer park in North Carolina, Built a business from nothing, but now he's... How old is he? 70s. It's a long
0: ways away from being a kid.
1: Exactly. So, like, you know, he went through that Monday Night War era. He was almost bankrupt. I think in 95, he was just about bankrupt. And he had the steroid trial in 93. And if you look at his list of defamation-type lawsuit things, I mean, he, he is... He, he doesn't come out like a pretty penny a lot of times. And a lot of these accusations, at least two that I can think of, one with a masseuse at a massage parlor in Florida, another from a former ring announcer, he doesn't come out looking so bright. So am I going to be surprised if everything as written is true? I won't be surprised. I'll just be disappointed. I'm already disappointed. Right. Because, you know, this is this is a guy, you know, I grew up watching Like Bill Cosby. But, you know... It doesn't surprise me that he screwed around on his wife. Because, I mean, he hasn't been with Linda, I think, since before Trump was elected. They just stayed together for the imagery of it. You know what I mean? Right. But I think she moved out, I want to say, after Trump left office. Because she took a job with Trump's campaign. So she's down in Florida which Trump's down in Florida and McMahon has residences down in Florida as well, but he stayed in Connecticut. They just started living separate lives. They just never announced anything official. She never said anything official, but then, you know, one day, you know, cameras catch him and a woman out at dinner. Another time cameras catch him and a different woman out with John Cena and his wife having dinner. And then people start questioning Linda, and Linda's like she has no comment on it. They're still legally married. But if you look back, I think, a year and a half or so ago, he's on Pat McAvee's podcast, and he mentions Linda as his wife at the time. He's only been married once. So that was like the first public statement that he made that insinuated there was something happening, even though everybody already knew it. Not long after that, he gets... Booted for sexual misconduct comes back but now this bomb drops that's what we're going to get into next week because I'm hoping by next week we'll have some more information but I'll make a prediction this thing never sees a trial ever he's already off the board already off the board he's got billions he still had a pretty decent chunk of stock that he can easily sell and pay this chick off. I think he pays her off. And I think he's done. He'll never ever have another part of WWE again. The interesting question that'll be fun, you know we're talking about and we may have some answers next week is now that he's fallen, who falls with him? What dominoes are going to fall next?
0: He's only worth 2.7 billion only.
1: It's a only. lot of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if he sells his stocks off who knows because you know i know that the stocks took a little bit of a hit but this netflix news that's only going to increase their stocks over time you know what i mean yeah with the the fact that the rock is on there like this is all like this is good news for wwe and i know triple h took a beating from a lot of i call them you know keyboard warriors who want to talk shit on twitter or whatever saying that he did too much deflecting at the press conference the other day for the Royal Rumble. But the bottom line is one, the press conference was about the Royal Rumble. They did address it and they addressed it very vaguely and essentially are just, you know, what more were they gonna say than what they did? You know? Second, that's still his father
0: in law. <laughs> so McMahon owns thirty seven point six percent of WWE's total share.
1: Yeah. Well, he's probably not going to own that much after he sells it off to pay this woman off. I don't think this thing sees trial. This is going to be a another closed-door NDA agreement in which money exchanges hands and because he is now a private citizen, we'll never know what it is. She's just going to go away. And the other question is how many more copycats follow her.
0: So WWE is valued at $9.3 billion. Correct.
1: But they are so part of now of Endeavor.
0: Well, that's that's a part of it. As a result of the TKO Group holdings, McMahon now owns 34% of the shares from TKO Group, which is 37.6% of WWE's total share.
1: Yeah, but UFC is part of that, so I think they're valued at like $21, 22000000000 are aren't they? I don't know. Because the money's in the same pot now. But since they, you know, he resigned, which, you know, he probably did kicking and screaming. How much of that, you know, because all this happened pre TKO, how much are they going to be liable for it? But they made him go away. I mean, it's very, very interesting stuff. We're going to deep dive it. We are going to go through the lawsuit. We're going to go through the timeline. We're going to talk about next week and any other updates. My predictions are going to be, you know, we just saw Kevin Dunn resign about three weeks ago. That was a Vince McMahon guy. Um, it wouldn't be surprise me one bit if Bruce Pritchard is the next per- domino to fall. Because um, some say he's just a proxy for Vince, and when Vince was out, Vince still ran the company through him. Um, wouldn't surprise me if... Uh, this Because Ari, basically... Ari Manuel, the number one guy for TKO Endeavor, he's basically saying anybody... Rightfully close to Vince McMahon being a Vince McMahon guy he's going to clean house the only person I see safe from that regime is probably Triple H because one they need somebody with the product knowledge two he's doing a good job and three from the best that anybody can tell he had no knowledge of any of this going on nobody did yeah and
0: he's a Clean,
1: straightforward dude. Very much so. Always has been. The only, you know, scuff on his record was like when he was dating Stephanie. He was separating from China at the same time. And I guess they both owned and lived in the same house together. So some were insinuating that that was going on while he was with China. But, I mean, you're talking something that was like, you know, 25 years ago. So he's, you know, he's a kid at that time. How many relationships did you screw up on when you were young?
0: Not a single one
1: <laughs> anyway, right. we're gonna deep dive the shit out of that next week, folks, Mr. Warwa,
0: Mr. Andrews,
1: you want to do another one?
0: Well, I guess we have to because
1: we just opened the door for it.
0: mm-hmm, but I mean, I need not a dance the back partner. door. We already talked about. Yeah,
1: we talked a lot about the back back door, door. more more than I cared to talk about.
0: Yeah, you shared a lot. Too much. I think I know more about you than I ever wanted to.
1: You already knew about it, though, so don't you play stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can play it well.
1: (laughs) You want to do another
0: one? Let's do another one.
1: All right, well, since you opened the show... I guess I won't force you to close it. You're trying to think of a scheme factor for this and it ain't there. I'm not saying anything. It's not there. I'm You're not right. saying anything. Yeah, there are no holes in my in my words. You're not gonna find one there either, buddy. Just saying, I'm not saying anything. All right. Well, until then, we are the two loose screws. This is the two loose screws podcast. That is Sean. I am Chris. We are not Vince McMahon. We do not defecate on women's hair. That's nasty. Totally. And we're out.